this is Eddie. And this is Miguel. And you're listening to the God Life Culture Podcast. Yes, welcome back to another episode. We are so grateful that you are tuned in and listening to this podcast. Uh, we just want to shout out all of you who have been listening to yeah. us these past few weeks. We've had a lot of new listeners, um, you know, tuning in and checking us out. So that's always good. Um, I'm actually just pulling up here some of the places so we can uh, shout some of them out uh, of people who have been tuning in. So, of course, we have people from the United States, right? Yeah. U.S., all over the U.S. Shout out to New York, Georgia, California, Texas, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Florida, North Carolina, Maryland, Arizona, Nevada, Ohio, bunch of places there. But we also have people, which I think is uh, really cool. We have people listening all the way from Canada, right? So we have a few places in Canada, a few places in Australia, and these are really cool. We have um, even a few different places in Nigeria, South Africa, and Israel. Nice. So that's really cool. Um, so definitely shout out to all of you who are listening. Thank you for uh, tuning in and sharing our podcast and just uh, listening to everything we have to say. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's it's um a crazy thing to think that it's just two guys sitting at a table recording um and having recording conversations that we just feel um the need to talk about and share and exalt people to do things uh, and to know that it's going out into the world and people are listening to it and it's being received it's a great honor you know it's something that um it's crazy you know a lot of times yeah. uh, uh technology especially maybe in the christian realm sometimes get a negative connotation uh, but if you use it for good there's no limit to who you can reach and where you can get the message across about christ and his love and about things that will improve our life on a daily basis yeah and um again we just want to say thank you and uh, hopefully you stay you know tuned in and connected for you know the rest of this podcast yeah um just recently we had the dove awards and um for those who don't know the dove awards it's basically the grammys for the christian community so there was a bunch of performances and uh, they do different awards for album of the year got artist of the year all of those things and um among attendants was kirk franklin right he usually goes to all of these awards and Kirk Franklin today, today is Monday, October yeah. 28th, today released a statement this morning saying that uh, pretty much after prayer and after consulting his team, he has made the decision not to attend any events affiliated with or for the Dove Awards, Gospel Music Association, or TBN. And his reason is until tangible plans are put in place to protect and champion diversity. One of the things that he talks about in a video he released today on his Instagram is the idea that for so many years, the Dove Awards was looked at as the Christian award show um, and associated with white people. And then we have the uh, Gospel Awards, which is the Stellar Awards, and that was associated more for the black people. And he said this racial divide has existed for so long. And he explains about a time when he accepted a Dove Award uh, a few years back, and he used the platform to speak on the killings of a few of um, the men that were killed by white police officers. Mm -hmm. And in that, inter in that um, award show, he called for justice and kind of discussed 
you know, that issue that was happening. And he said, as Christians, when we say nothing, we're saying something. Yeah. And, you know, that in itself was a powerful statement. He took a time of prayer in that award show. And when it came time to air, and this is back in 2016, TBN did not air that part of the award show. So now fast forward to 2019, he said that history repeated itself again. Mm -hmm. Because in this recent award show, he brought attention to the killing of um, the woman, uh, uh, Tatiana Jefferson, by a white police officer, where he asked the crowd to join in him in prayer for her family, as well as the family of the officer. But when the show aired, once again, his comments were edited out yeah so he kind of goes on this video and he explains that he is aware that the word boycott often has a negative connotation and finality to it but my goal will forever be reconciliation as well as accountability it is important for those in charge to be informed not only did they edit my speech they edited the african-american experience Mm. so this was very bold very brave of him to say pretty much you know saying i'm not going back to the dove awards i'm not associating myself with the gospel music association specifically and i'm not doing anything with tbn and these are three powerful markets that you know for the christian gospel community these are important you know networks and places that you want to be involved in and um he's reached out to tbn they have not really reached back to him um he's reached out to the dove awards and they said that they would not make this mistake again so what do you think about his decision to basically say i'm not supporting these organizations or these events until i see physical evidence of them trying to you know incorporate and champion diversity i mean at the end of the day i think that he has the right to feel the way that he feels um and i also think that he should stand by that decision because when he reached back out to them um, and even, you know, they, they could have made the decision right by being like, you know what? We made a mistake. We should have not edited it, but we're going to post it on our YouTube page, or yeah. on our social media page. We're going to post your full speech so that it can get out there and you can share it because, you know, we stand by that. Uh, we stand by what you're saying. And I think that that's where the issue is, where, you know, racial tensions are high. Um, You know, they're higher than they've been in the last couple of years because of everything that's going on politically and also um, in our communities. Um, And it's an issue when you have the platform to speak about, you know, uh, what's going on and it gets edited out. That's an issue because I know that some people will be like, oh, well, you know what? This isn't the place for that. This is a celebratory event, so we shouldn't be speaking about politics or about A or B or C. But at the re- at the end, the reality is that by not saying anything, it comes off or by editing what he said, I-, I will receive that as you don't agree with what he was saying. You don't agree that that was a racially charged issue or that things that are going on racially are not racially charged, not an issue or whatever. And that's a problem. Because you're either straddling the fence and you don't want to take a stand or your silence is speaking and saying that, you know, what we don't agree with you. You know, we don't think it's an issue that, you know, African-American and minorities are being uh, it feels like they're being targeted and that they're having these issues with police. And, you know, it's 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 it boggles our mind when we can see a mass shooter go into a school and he be someone of uh, Caucasian descent shoot up a whole bunch of people and they can take him 
without killing him but someone who you know was selling lucy's for example um with the edder garner case um was selling lucy's with her loose cigarettes in front of a store loses his life for doing something that wasn't killing anyone yeah uh, and we see examples like this all the time the example that he brings up about tatiana is a situation where she was home playing video games with her nephew and her her door was open her neighbor was concerned and was like hmm that's look that, that's weird you know maybe we should do a safety check and have the police knock on her on her door to see if she's okay or whatever and they wind up killing her it makes no sense and can we say that it was racially charged i don't know i wasn't there but if you look at it it, it can give off that vibe. So that's why it's important. And I liked what he did, too. It wasn't only a matter of, you know, let's pray for Tatiana and her family. Let's pray for Tatiana, her family, yeah. and the police officer. Yep. Because it's quite possible that it was not a racially charged situation. He made a mistake. It's yeah. possible that he wasn't trained correctly. He got nervous. He got scared. I don't know what the situation is. But now he's getting bombarded with this label of, oh, he's a racial, uh, he's a racist, yeah. you know, police officer. Officer. So there's a lot of layers to this, which is why it's important that if you have the platform and you can share this message about we need to do something in our community that is not edited out. We cannot have this narrative edited out in which we oh, as Christians where we shouldn't be talking about what's happening real time. Yeah. And I think one, this lets us know for all of those aspiring, you know, Christian artists, Christian ministers, and all these things, these are the real issues you will be facing. You know, it's one thing for you to, you know, aspire to be someone and want to be involved and, and have people know who you are. And it's another thing to have to make real decisions like this and mm -hmm. to go through things where you say, I spoke up about something and I didn't feel supported. I yeah. spoke up about something and the people that are supposed to support me and be there, you know, my community, my people, they are editing stuff out and yeah. making it seem like what I said was wrong or not worthy to be put, you know, on that platform. You know, so we really have to be careful and, and question, you know, am I ready to deal with things like this? Yeah. And I think that, you know, the, the also the important thing to highlight is that it wasn't the first time. Yeah. Because the thing is that when you are in um, the world of entertainment and stuff and you're doing interviews, whether they're video interviews or written interviews or whatever, the possibility of some, something getting edited out is very high. You know, whether it is for time reason or if it's on a print magazine, they couldn't fit the whole thing. Um, so things getting edited out because it's the editor's choice. You know, it happens. But if you feel that it's a pattern and it's something that's happened and you reached out to them and you felt like the response wasn't adequate, then I stand by Kirk Franklin and be like putting them on the spot and be like, listen, it isn't the first time I reached out to you. And until this gets fixed, I'm not going to be a part of this. Yeah. So shout out to Kirk Franklin and that decision that he made. And hopefully we'll see something come about you know, from this, yeah. you know, hopefully we see some type of change. Um, it would be amazing to see a, a collaboration between the Dove Awards and Stellar Awards. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's something that it is very obvious, you know, the distinction and the divide that's between both of them. Mm -hmm. So when we have people like Kirk Franklin that, you know, attempt to bridge that gap and bring people together, it should be embraced and, you know, it should be appreciated. Yeah. One thing that's been hitting social media like a firestorm is the release of Kanye's new album, Jesus is King. It was released last Friday, October yes. 25th. And everyone 
is in an uproar, whether they like it, they don't like it, whether they're supporting, whether they don't support, and whether they're judging the people that support it or don't support it. So it's just been memes and uh, Twitter wars and postings and all this other stuff in reference to Kanye's new album, Jesus is King. Let me tell you, one of my favorite things about this whole thing is regardless if you listened to it, liked it, didn't like it, whatever your view is, Trending number one on Twitter, number one album on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, banners on social media, outlets, blogs, everything are the three words, Jesus is king. Mm -hmm. Regardless if it's a Kanye West album, if whoever, you know, put it up or what they did, the world is reading or hearing the three words, Jesus Jesus is is king. king. Regardless of what it's about. You're reading that Jesus is king. Yep. And that right there, if any good comes out of this, to me, it's the fact that Jesus is king. Those three words are being talked about, you know, and tweeted about. And, you know, that right there, that alone, you know, could really do something great in the kingdom of God. Yeah. Um, You know, like you said, there have been people that are super for it promoting it you know love it then there are those that hate it (laughs) there are the christians that love it the christians that hate it you have kanye west fans that love it yeah who may not be christian and then kanye west fans who hate it and want the old kanye you know we have uh christian hip-hop artists and rappers that tweeted about it lecrae tweeted saying regardless of how you feel about kanye west the content is refreshing to hear god will get his glory and jesus is king Mm -hmm. andy minio says i am excited there is one less rap album in the world that perpetuates poisonous messaging i am genuinely excited that there is one more person in the world who is on their journey with jesus jackie hill perry said i never thought i'd be able to play Kanye album with my children in the car (laughs) right so all of these people in you know the Christian hip-hop and rap community just expressing their thoughts and their support about you know the Kanye West album I myself have listened to this album like top to bottom you know a few times Mm. and like I was telling you earlier the first time I listened to it I really didn't you know really have a strong opinion I wasn't feeling it too much um but I was listening to just so many different things and it wasn't my style of music at first. And then I went back and I said, let me actually listen to the lyrics, see if I can get something out of it and not really focus on uh, the musicality of it, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, Kanye West is also known for being a music producer and kind of doing a lot of stuff in his songs, right? And some of these lyrics and words that he's writing are pretty powerful. And, um, you know, again, regardless of if, you're for it, against it. Um, Just some of the things that he talks about and that he states are powerful. In his second song, Selah, he says, um, uh, he quotes, he says, everybody wanted Yandi, then Jesus Christ did the laundry. They say the work start on Monday, but the strong start on Sunday. Won't be in bondage to any man, John 8, 3, 3, we the descendants of Abraham. Yea, should be made free, John 8, 36, to whom the son set free is free indeed. He saved the wretch like me. Not for nothing, but regardless if he's talking about himself or anybody, mm-hmm. that's Bible. Mm-hmm. Everything he's stating there, right? So, um, 
you know, in my opinion, uh, do I like every song? No. Do I prefer some over others? Yes. This is a good song. I think Follow God was a good song. Closed on Sunday was a good song. Um, but I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm curious to see his journey and mm -hmm. I, I'm excited to see kind of where he goes from here. You know, uh, he's being talked about in so many different media outlets. And one of the things that we keep seeing in kind of the Christian community is, you know, this could be the whole modern day Saul to Paul conversion, mm -hmm. right? Saul in the Bible, you know, or Paul in the Bible before he was Paul, he was Saul. He persecuted Christians, killed Christians. Yeah. One day has one encounter with Jesus and in in that moment his life is transformed that he goes out and yeah. he's known to be one of the you know greatest christian missionaries and people out there that you know spreaded um that spread god's word spread it <laughs> spread god's word right so maybe that's what we're witnessing here someone who his last recorded song a year ago was one of his like most dirtiest songs that people you know still like talk about to this day and here he is doing the complete opposite you know, uh, people may be looking at that and may be a little thrown off or may yeah. be skeptical or thinking like, is this a, uh, uh, you know, move for money? Is this a money move? Do you need money? You know, are you trying to be on the billboard charts on the Christian side? Are you mm -hmm. trying to win a Christian Grammy? Uh, you know, what, what is your motive? And at the end of the day, what if we're seeing a Saul to Paul conversion? Yeah. What if this is a man that for years, like he said it in an interview, he basically praised himself and claimed that he was God. Mm -hmm. You know, he basically said, you know, I'm I'm Jesus, right, mm -hmm. instead of Jesus, and was doing this whole thing. And in a recent interview with uh, Zane Lowe, he said, I've spread a lot of things. There was a time I was letting you know what high fashion had done for me. I was letting you know what the Hennessy had done for me. But now I'm letting you know what Jesus has done for me. And in that, I'm no longer a slave i'm a son now a son of god i'm free i don't know but <laughs> you know that's pretty powerful forget that it's kanye saying it you know it's I mean, pretty it's pretty crazy yeah, stuff. you what know do you think? i think from the very beginning of our podcast when we would speak about snoop dogg and his gospel album justin bieber leading worship and all this um wave that was happening i was very clear on the fact that i did not know how to feel you know because you unfortunately um maybe me personally, I can see, you know, you can be a little pessimist sometimes. They'd be like, mm, I don't know. Are they doing it for the money? Are they doing it just to have another notch on their belt? You know, I made it on the gospel album uh, charts or the Christian charts and all this other stuff. Um, you know, but I think that we, number one, the first thing I'll say is you can, he put out music. You can have an opinion on the music. You can say you like it. You can say you don't like it because at the end of the day, music and art is subjective. So, for example, me, when I listened to his album, I was less than impressed because I was expecting bangers. I was expecting something crazy. I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe my issue was I was expecting something along the lines of, you know, the songs like Stronger or like Jesus Walks and, you know, that vibe that he's had in the past. And I didn't get that vibe this time. So it kind of threw me off. Um, so I wasn't as impressed or, you know, I, I didn't walk away feeling like, oh, man, I got to listen to that track again. Yes, there's tracks on the album like Sella, like Clothes on Sunday, God Is, you know, which albums I was like, oh, you know what? Those are not bad. But me having an opinion on Kanye's music does not mean that now I also have an opinion on whether or not he is saved. 
No, at the end of the day, that is a personal relationship that he has with God. Has, as I said, as always, you know, intention and, you know, intention is very important. Unfortunately, I can't tell someone's intention. I can't see it. I can't be like, oh, you know, this intention is that. I can only go by um, actions. And at the moment, you know, he's doing his thing with the Sunday services. You know, he's going on these interviews and, you know, he is being transparent about the fact that, you know, his life before his encounter with Christ was different, was erroneous. He should have not been on that path. He apologizes for those that he led astray because he was on that path. And that now he's actively working on being a better servant of God or being better. You know, I think you were the one uh, earlier you were speaking about that. He keeps track of like his Christian points. And, yeah, his Christian you know, scorecard. If he card. slips up and he makes and he and he says a curse or something, he's like, oh, I messed up or whatever. Um, and, you know, what I take away from the situation is, is that we have to realize that we are not perfect. Yeah. And there's a lot of us that slip up. Everybody and their grandmother slips up, whether it is that you have an issue with cursing and you curse like a, you know, a sailor or whatever. No offense to any sailors that are listening at the moment. Um, or you're a liar or you're a thief or you're this or you're that. Whatever your situation is, everybody has their struggle. But what I do think is important that we do as Christians is if you're going to support Kanye and you're going to lift him up and you're going to say that he's doing an amazing job and that he's being great and that the message he's getting out there is awesome and all this great stuff, good. But there's other people that you should bring along with the wave. Who've been doing it. Who've been doing it. You know, don't just, you know, it's it's like, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, you know, Kanye's the new, you know, it factor. That's what, mm-hmm. you know, Christianity looks like now. It looks like Kanye and his style and this and that. No, not necessarily. You know, that's a look and that's a feel and that's a vibe for him and those in that circle. But that doesn't mean now that you're going to drop everything you're doing and be like, okay, now I'm going to go follow the Kanye way. Yeah. You know, I think I spoke about this in one of our our, our recent episodes where I said there are different standards for different people. You know, he's on a completely different platform from the majority of the people that are listening to this. You know, and that's the truth. He has the reach of reaching out to millions with a click of a button. And, you know, his uh, the people that he grabs is people that you and I will not most Mm -hmm. likely be able to grab. And his upbringing is different. He came up through the music industry. He's been in the game for the longest. He's married to a Kardashian, which is a whole nother bag of chips Mm -hmm. that come with it also. So, you know, you cannot be like, oh, okay, I'm going to do it like Kanye's doing now because, you know, now he gave his heart to the Lord. No, that's a completely different ball field and what's going on in his realm as well. And with that comes its issues as well. I think my coworker was recently telling me that there was an episode of uh, the Kardashian show where he was trying to tell Kim that she can't dress the way that she usually dressed because he found God. And she was like, um, I get, I respect that you on your path, but I'm not on that level yet. And you know what? That's part of his baggage as well now also where he's on this process and he's on this path, you know, with building his relationship with God. But now he has a family that he has to navigate. And how do we get ourselves in the same path together? And at one point he was pushing her to be that way. Yes. And he would put her on a pedestal and would brag on her and, and, you know, all of that. And she says that. that. Yeah. So it's, it's, again, it's that Saul to Paul. I wonder how people viewed Saul, you know, before his conversion and then how they viewed Paul afterwards. I'm sure they questioned like, oh, you even got a new name. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like we know you as Saul. Now you want to be Paul. Like, what what is that about? And I'm pretty right? sure people were like funny, but yeah. they were like address him as yeah. Saul on purpose. And at the same time, I'm sure there were a few times he wanted to grab a Christian by the neck and you know pretty much you know put them in their place and say something because that's what he did before. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he had those moments where God had to like check him and like, be like, you know, you're Paul now. That's yeah. not what you do. This is what you do. And I've changed. So you know, I wonder what that transition was like for you know. Paul years ago in the Bible and um, I'm sure Kanye is kind of going through something similar now and like you said Christians you know we could be sometimes the best encouragers and motivators but we could also be the one to tear you down yeah and um, you know one of his songs I found interesting called hands on he says I said I'm gonna do a gospel album what have you been hearing from the Christians they'll be the first one to judge me make it feel like nobody loved me Mm -hmm. right and that really resonated with me and at the same time kind of upset me mm-hmm. that you know you have to put something like this in your record where you know you're talking about jesus as king you're bringing this whole you know how god has changed you but again talking about and kind of feeding the stigma of christians judging mm-hmm. and not loving yeah. but unfortunately mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, because I was going to say, it goes parallel with the whole Kirk Franklin situation. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, that w- that's how he feels. That's Kanye's platform. And the truth is, is that there are Christians that will simply bash him and not accept him because of what he did in the past. Because he was someone who was, you know, in the entertainment business. We saw what he did. We have access to his old music. You know, and it's kind of like, flip the script. If people had access to you your past decisions, the things that you've said, the things that you've done and all of that. Do you think that people would still accept you the way that they accept you now? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. And in an interview with uh, Zane Lowe, that same interview, let me tell you, he said something that blew my mind, right? Zane Lowe asked him a question, which is a question I had in my head. So we go to a Kanye West concert. Do we hear all of your other songs? Mm-hmm. Do we hear your old music catalog with the, the new? new stuff. Do we just hear the new? Do we just hear Jesus walks with the new? What do we hear? And Kanye says to him, and in very like philosophical, you know, he like spaces out and then comes back. <laughs> he tells him, he's like, "Well, I don't go into an Apple store, and they're not trying to sell me the iPhone 4. Mm-hmm. And he just that example alone. You don't walk into an Apple store and say, I want the iPhone 3. Where is it? Oh, we don't mm-hmm. sell that anymore. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there are new ones here. Mm-hmm. So he pretty much told Zane, I may play the old stuff, but it may be completely different. Mm-hmm. Lyrics may be completely changed mm-hmm. to reflect who I am now. No. Okay. And I thought that was super powerful. Even just the analogy of, you know what? When something is new, it's new. It's not new mixed with, you know, this. It's mm-hmm. not new and the old because, you know, it's who I was. He, by the looks of it, you, will, you won't hear him mm-hmm. sing those songs anymore. Like that. Like least. that. He yeah. did say, he was, he did say, well, my old, you know, my fans can go and listen to it if they want. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Just that alone, the idea of you don't go into an Apple store to get an iPhone 4, right? They yeah. wouldn't be selling it. And, and I think that's also a, uh, a 
not, I don't want to use standard, but you know, he act, he kind of laid out, this is what you can expect from me moving forward. Yeah. So now we have to see if he actually delivers. Cause if he's saying I'm new, I'm different, you know, you're not going to get the old version of me because you know, I'm at a different level now, then that's what we should expect to see from him projected at a new, at a future concert or at an event um, and so forth. And you know what, at the end of the day, I, I am not the one to give the verdict on, right. you know, oh, Kanye is saved now, Kanye is not saved now, Kanye this, Kanye that. No, at the end of the day, I encourage him to continue to do his best to develop and further strengthen his relationship and his belief in God. And whatever journey that takes him on and however God decides to unfold that, as long as he is sensitive to God's voice along the way and does what God is, you know, putting out for him to do, then more power to him. And you know? again, this is somebody that's doing this publicly. Yeah. You know what? When we go through our transitions in life, when we go through our stages where we're spiritually low, spiritually high, going through a tough moment, trying to get through, we don't have millions of people watching us or yeah. critiquing us. We maybe have our friends, our church, and that's about it. And even think about that on that level. You know, a lot of us uh, or some of us have experienced um, situations in our churches where we made a mistake and, you know, we did something we weren't supposed to do and everybody found out. And then now yeah. everybody's looking at you funny and you don't even you don't even know how to navigate that small group right. of people. Put that on the scale of what Kanye is doing and, yeah. you you know, have some sympathy at least and yeah. understanding. And even if it is where he messes up and does certain things or says certain things, man, just kind of, you know. Just think about that aspect alone. If my life was put out on display like that, yeah, how would it be for me? How would I react? One of my favorite lyrics from the album is on Clothes for Sunday where he says, No more living for the culture, we nobody slave. Stand up for my home, even if I take this walk alone. I bow down to the king upon the throne. My life is his. I'm no longer my own. Hmm. The line right there of him pretty much saying, Even if I take this walk alone. Mm -hmm. Right? It gets me thinking about what he meant by that, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's maybe there are friends in his life that he may think, you know, aren't going to kind of support him and back him up. Whether, you know, it's family, you know, people around him where uh, they may not be feeling it, yeah. you know, and he may feel like he's on this alone. And it's like, you know, I, I read this article or this headline that was going around where he had asked the people on his, that were working on his album to maintain celibate. Yeah. While this was going on. And, you know, he's going to start trying to put these parameters in the people that are working around him. And I'm sure it's going to alienate a bunch mm -hmm. of people. There's going to be people like, nope, you know, and there's people, you know, even, you know, even to a point, And to be honest, I think that putting that as a rule is kind of crazy. Because yeah. it's kind of like you can't control what other people are doing. But at the end of the day, you can't even do that in the Christian circle. Yeah, like I know. in the church circle. But that's what I'm saying. Like you can't control what right. people are doing. But I respect the fact that he is trying to mark a difference. Whereas, you know what? I'm trying to put something out that is for God. And, you know, these are the standards that are parameters that I think that someone who is putting on something for God should be operating under. Um, whether or not they do that, you know, the other people do that, you know, it's, it's on their, on their, you know, it's their prerogative. But I think, you know, it's just crazy when you read into it and you see um, what's going on and what he's doing and everything, you know, you just have to be like, hmm, 
Take it, digest it, and at the end of the day, pray about it. You know, I've never been a fan of, you know, these keyboard bullies and these trolls online and, you know, people bashing and saying stuff or whatever. It's like, my dude, you're not part, you're, you don't even have no idea what's going on. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, with the with the, the tool of social media, everybody's entitled to the opinion, and that's fine. But also make sure that you are not, criti- that by you criticizing him, you look like less of a Christian than he is. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't be this holy roller that is more holier than thou, but you're over there bashing and criticizing somebody for trying to find their way with God. And again, no one can really judge that. No one can really judge anyone's journey. Yeah. Um, And, you know, if you have nothing nice to say, keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. It goes back to like that old rule. But personally, I enjoyed parts of the album. Mm -hmm. Right. Again, I did have a different you know, uh, expectation, you could say. But one thing you can't deny is the lyrics. And, you know, you can't really deny that obviously something changed, something switched in him. Um, you know, in these interviews, I suggest you just Google them or YouTube them. Um, his recent interviews, he talks about, you know, how he had a pornography addiction for mm-hmm. years since five years old. You know, first time he had an encounter with that and it stuck with him. And, you know, to hear someone be so transparent about their issues Mm -hmm. and he goes into that and goes into how that affected him as a man and then a husband and then in his music, um, you know, there are very few people out there that with his platform and his reach will admit those things and do it in a way where I felt like it was, you know, where Paul says, I'll boast in my weaknesses and in my infirmities, Mm -hmm. where it's like, he was pretty much bragging on all of these things, his weaknesses, but saying how God is, you know, kind of transformed him. And that's the old yay. And this is the new yay. This is the new, you know, the, mm-hmm. the new, this new person, you know, and even in his talking and his speech, you can still sense, uh, that ego that <laughs> he has. You can mm-hmm. still feel, you know, um, that pride or arrogance, if you want to say, but again, a work in progress. Yeah. I will take a Kanye like this over what he was and what he was putting out before any day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that we shouldn't. Um, it's OK for you not to like it, to like his music or to like feel uneasy about his transition and all the other stuff or whatever. It's OK. You know, those are things that you work to do between you and God. I also think that is important that we not wait for him to make the mistake. You know, because it's possible that, you know, tomorrow, a couple of months from now, a year from now, whatever, you know, he may slip up and do something that is a mistake. He should have not done it. And then be like, oh, I told you so. You see, he wasn't really in it for real and all this other stuff. You know, I think that with anybody that is put on these platforms and speak about these celebrities all the time, I think that if it affects you that much, pray about it. Presented to God, yeah. whether for God to help them through the situation or to help you deal with it. Because at the yep. end of the day, it, it shouldn't affect you that much for you to yeah. be like so affected by it and so offended or whatever. If that's what's offending you and what's going on in the world today, mm-hmm. then my dude, you have some inner soul searching to yeah. do. And at the end of the day, regardless of what Kanye does, what he says, where he goes, what happens to the music, what happens to this, what happens to his wife, the Kardashian, all that stuff. At the end of the day, Jesus is king. Yep. And 
ultimately, that's who we're looking at. That's who we serve. That's who we move towards. That's who we obey. That's who we listen to. That's the person we put on the pedestal. He's the one that our eyes should be fixed on. Yeah. So, so look at what you can do yeah. to exalt Jesus as king, whether yep. it is through your talents, through your crafts, or just through your general conversations. How can you put out the message that Jesus is king so we want to thank you guys for tuning in once again to our new episode you can reach out to us as always sorry. yes you can follow us on instagram at god life culture you could send us an email godlifeculture at gmail.com again subscribe to our podcast on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. we're on anchor spotify all of those uh, media outlets um, subscribe share our podcast and make sure you're subscribed because you never know when we're dropping a new episode yes so thank you once again for tuning into the god life culture podcast that's god God, life Life, culture Culture. until next time see ya bye